Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, King of Success? This is Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode, what are we on, 362. And uh, honored and excited to be able to do this. We're at uh, 10th season, 10 years uh, into this podcast. And uh, if you've been with me for any length of time, I appreciate you being aboard. If this is your first time uh, being aboard, we are all about helping you maximize your kingdom potential uh, for God's kingdom, okay? And we just use stories, we use examples, things that I might be reading, things that I, people I might have met along the way, uh, people that I have studied, uh, things that I'm learning, things that I'm applying, things I'm seeing God work in my life from a, uh, a marketplace person, a person in the marketplace, a Christian in the marketplace, that has no background in seminary, that is not a uh, paid person at a church, uh, but I'm actually a business person. I'm actually someone that has actually got a couple of different businesses of my own and have to deal with people all the time, create relationships, negotiate, uh, read contracts, all those different things have to go on in my life. And uh, But I do believe that God can still use you um, and be able to help you maximize your kingdom potential um, and utilize, you know, just kind of some of the examples that I use. But today, uh, I want to talk a little bit about some family stuff. I want to talk about uh, raising sons, raising boys to men, all right? And I might have talked, I might have spoke a little bit about this a little while ago, uh, but I'm going to have to be short and sweet because I'm actually on my way to go pick my son up. Uh, from a birthday party, but uh, I want to kind of jump into this. So I, I'm actually reading a book. It's called Intentional Fathers or Intentional Father uh, by John Tyson. Uh, that's the that's the author of the book, and I'm doing it with a small group. So Pastor Joey, uh, my children's pastor of the church I attend to at Free Chapel, we were uh, having lunch uh, once, you know, a little while back in December, and. He wanted. He slid across to me and asked me if I'd be a part of a a uh, the small group of dads that had sons that we could actually talk about this. So I've been doing this book now for goodness since uh, I think we got started officially in the very first of February, and now here we are in May, and we probably have met at least um, at least a half a dozen times, if not more, and I believe we just have crested over halfway through the book, and. I wanted to talk to you guys basically today about uh, the five shifts, okay, five shifts. Now, if you're, if you're a female and you don't have any sons or if you're a dad that don't have any sons, I think actually these right here, these five shifts, uh, actually can apply to anyone, all right, to anyone. But I'm more coming from a, uh, a, a masculine or a, uh, a man perspective on this that I want to share with you guys, but you can still apply this, I believe, if you're a female. So he actually has a, cha a chapter in the book called The Five Shifts, 
and he kind of derives it from a book that is out there. I've never read the book. Um, he kind of summarizes the book a little bit. He talks about the five different things actually in the book uh, called the five rules of being a man. And uh, I'm going to just quickly read those because I am actually at a traffic light right now. So number one, life is hard. Number two, life is not, uh, excuse me, you are not important. Number three, your life is not about you. Your life is not about you. Number four, number four, you are not in control. And number five, you're going to die. Now, if I, <laughs> I've got, I've got a, I've got an eight, uh, excuse me, a nine-year-old boy, Timothy, right now. And if I sat there and said, hey, Timothy, life's hard, okay, he's going to be like, what? If I said to him, you're not important, he's going to kind of give me a little bit of an interesting look. And if I told Timothy, say, hey, your life is not about you, buddy, he might kind of, you know, totally not understand. Especially if I say, you're not in control, man. He might kind of understand that. But then I go, you're going to die. <laughs> I can see my, you know, a uh, nine-year-old son, kind of really that being a very sobering conversation. Now, with Tyler Jr., though, who is uh, a teenager, uh, getting ready to be 14 in the next uh, couple of months. Well, he's probably about, about six more months and he'll be 14. Let me get a quick swig of water, guys. I believe that these things apply, and he actually might understand this. Now, in this book by John Tyson, Intentional Father, he actually talks about the five shifts. So from, from actual five, instead of it being five rules, he calls it five shifts that you're going to make from being a boy to being a man, all right? From being a boy to being a man. So here are the five shifts, and I'm going to go back and talk about these and kind of how they apply. And I really believe that as a and really, you could almost look at it from a maturity standpoint, from a maturity standpoint, because uh, a young man, a young man, I mean, the studies have shown that over the, over the decades and eons of time, boys all have to at some point be acknowledged or come to a point where they are starting to become a man. Now, for me personally, I unfortunately was never, uh, my dad never sat me down and said, hey man, let me tell you, I'm, I'm training you up to be a man. Never did do that, okay? Not that it was his fault, he just, he, his own dad, I don't believe ever did that with him. And so he had no uh, blueprint to kind of look to. Well, I, I remember exactly where I was at, I was, um, I was living in South Carolina and a, a dad down the street, dad down the street had a, I think he might've had a seven, six or seven year old at the time. And Tyler Jr. might've been two, maybe three years old. And this guy, he had this awesome truck uh, that would drive by my house. It was a Ford F-150 Lariat, just this beautiful uh, electric blue color. And man, I always thought that it was the bee's knees uh, that he had. And he was actually in the military. I think he was in the Air Force. And I don't even remember his name, but he was a great, great guy, a uh, great man of God. 
Um, and I got to know him, you know, well enough that he and I would chat sometimes about raising boys. And he introduced me to a book called Raising a Modern Day Knight. Okay. And this is what kind of set me on this path of this quest of trying to figure out how I'm going to raise my son. How, how am I going to introduce my boy in the manhood? I mean, you can go and read, if you have never read the book, Wild at Heart by John Eldridge, I would stop this audio right now. Actually, I wouldn't have let it get it all the way through, but then I would, at the end of this audio, I would go immediately, and I'm telling you immediately, the next book you need to read, if you've never read it, is Wild at Heart. You need to go read that book. It'll change your life. Uh, it'll actually you know, help you answer the question as a man, do I have what it takes, and helps you put it on the path of the three things that every man is looking to 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 do and to, and to strive for in life. And it would, it would just really bless you. It really blessed me when I read it many, 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 many years ago. Uh, I probably need to go back and reread it again uh, because it's just that, it's a timeless book. It's just such an impactful book. Highly recommended, wild at heart. But anyway, so he, he recommended this book to me and called Modern Raising a Modern Day Knight. And it really kind of put me on this path of sitting there thinking, okay, how am I going to help my son? Well, in this book, Intentional Fathers, I, th- I believe this, this one right here, because I've read several. I've read even John Eldridge's book. I've read um, Mark Battison's book. I've read, um, I think I've read a, uh, either maybe Steve Farrar or I can't remember. But anyway, this one right here, for some reason, uh, really has jumped out. Maybe it's because I'm in the middle of it right now with Tyler Jr. But I really believe for such a time as this, God has got this book you know, honed in on me. So, but from a man's perspective, you, there's a point in every boy's life through going back to the eons and eons of time where that men are taken through a ceremony. Men are taken through a, you know, a coming of age uh, type thing. And these five things right here, call these five rules that I just read off to you are some of those things that meant these boys have to realize no one ever taught me this no one ever sat me down with this i'm just now starting to talk to tyler about these things but i want to give the five shifts okay that from a from a boy to a man the things that you're going to have to shift to okay so i'm on red light right now so i'm going to read these okay so the first one again was uh from that book adam's return that was the book the five rules here are the shifts so the first one was life's hard well instead of it being life's hard it, it basically, as a boy, you're going to go from ease to difficulty. Okay. You're going to go from ease to difficulty. Now, what does that mean in English? Well, as a boy, everything is handed to you. I mean, you get your bottom wiped, <laughs> you get, uh, you know, three meals, snacks given to you all the time. You know, everything is pretty much done for you. All right. And, I believe that as a man, as a man, as you start to shift your ease, you'll start to realize that, hey, you know, I've actually got to take some responsibility for myself. I've actually got to, you know, bathe my own self. I've actually, I mean, I, I, and I'm just going to use this as an example. I've got a, um, a friend of mine that 
every day at football practice, every day at football practice, he actually puts his son's uh, shoes on. He puts his son's uh, shoulder pads on. And I don't know if he buckles his son's helmet, but he definitely does all these things for his boy. And, you know, to me, it's just something that shows, okay, something's got to give right here. We're, we're really not, we're, we're going to start teaching this, this boy how to take responsibility, how to be a man. Um, you know, I don't believe that you're sitting there when you're, you know, at a dinner table or at a table at a restaurant and you just, and you, you're just allowing yourself and your own child, your own son, especially your son to sit there and just look at a screen the whole entire time. You know, the other day I was with a, I was eating at a restaurant with my family and the dad, and I used to be this dad, so I'm not going to sit there and say, throw, uh, throw something, but I, I used to be this dad. I could have been easily this dad because I actually was this dad until I started reading these books and started to change it, allowing the Lord to change me. Lo and behold, the, the son, he spilt his food on the floor and the dad, the dad went in a tirade. I mean, it, I mean, it was, it was a tirade uh, with the son and the mom just got up quietly and uh, told the son is okay and went back up there and got the uh, reordered the food and went and brought back. But his dad, you could tell his dad was just fuming. And, you know, for, for really, for me, I had to learn that, you know what, <clears throat> it's just food. It's going to be okay not to freak out. And I sometimes have to catch myself, but, you know, for a dad <clears throat> and even a child, you know, the the difficulties of moving on and re taking responsibility for things, there's a balance in that. I mean, I, I have to remind my children, you know, hey, look, you're, you need to pick up after yourself and you need to take responsibility. There's some difficulty in that. There's difficulty in actually taking responsibility for yourself. So you've got to start to move your boy from having this ease of life to actually having a, you know, that there are some difficulties of taking responsibility. It's not easy being disciplined to take care of yourself. Okay. It's not, it's not just something that, you know, just automatically happens. Do you have to be taught? You have to train them. I mean, I look forward to the day where I have to teach my boy. Okay. I have to teach my son, Tyler, and even Timothy how to shave. I remember, I remember one thing with my dad, my dad taught me how to tie a tie around my neck to wear a suit. I remember that. Um, dad didn't, I don't know if dad taught me, he might've taught me how to shave, but I don't really remember that. But you know, hey, these things aren't easy. I mean, these things are difficult, okay? So number two, all right, let's move on, all right? Up here, the rules, all right, the rule is you are not important, okay? Which is kind of hard, but let's shift that. So from a boy to a man, here's, here's the shift from self to others, okay? You will start to realize that it's not about you anymore, that your life is really not about you, okay? And that actually, it ties into this, to the third one. Your life, the rule is, says your life is not about you, okay? Your life is not about you. And the, the shift is, from the whole story being about you to now you're only part of the story. So this right here is very important from a maturity standpoint, especially from a man, especially a man that's going to take responsibility for his family. Number one, a man has to take responsibility for himself. 
and realize that he has got he cannot be his he can't be only focused on himself. I really believe that you should allow your son to experience this in some kind of competitive sports thing, uh, whether it be basketball, uh, football, uh, soccer. I really believe that football is probably one of the best uh, team sports uh, here in America that you could play that can teach your son it's not about you because you've got 11 other dudes on the field that you're relying upon to actually try to, you know, move a ball down the field. You know, if, you know, basketball, you could almost be a one, um, one man show, almost two man show, especially at a young age and just sit there and just dominate and, you know, (laughs) tear it up on the basketball court, uh, and be that poster child of, of what it is. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're not learning anything. You're not learning anything about others. You know, that it's not about you. And guess what? You're only part of the story. You're not the whole story. And I believe that that's something that you've got to start to groom your son to understand. Uh, you, I know for Tyler right now, you know, him actually taking responsibility for cutting the grass by himself. Like today, I just, I just said, hey, Tyler. I need you to cut the grass. And guess what? Tyler went out there and cut the grass. Now, I look forward to the day when Tyler, I don't have to ask him to do that. So, again, he's right now still in that stage of like, hey, you know, this is my world. I'm going to do whatever. But, no, whenever he can actually start to think, think about, hey, I need to do this for my family, for our family. One of the things that he does, actually, which I'm very pleased with him about, is he actually takes the trash out. So when the trash actually gets full, he'll actually take the trash and take it outside and take it back, take it to the actual trash can. Again, that is a a shift that he is doing in a natural sense. Okay. The fourth thing, the fourth thing that I want to mention to you. So the, uh, so going back to the rule, you're not in control. Here's the, here's the shift. Here's the shift. The shift is from a boy that you're in control, the shift to surrender, okay? So this actually gets kind of in that whole entire spiritual side of things where that you are not in control of your own destiny, okay? You are not in control of your destiny. When you become a born-again child of the most high God and you actually make the Lord your boss, your Lord, okay? When you do that, you go to you being in control, which is a daily thing to uh, to combat that, especially at a at a young man's age. I know for me personally, I struggled with that early on, but teaching my son how to lay down his life and model that as a surrendered life to to them. Now, how do you do that? How do you actually model that? How do you teach your son how to do that? Well, one of the ways you can do that is actually helping him submit to authority. Again, I just use sports as an analogy because it's just such an easy analogy of submitting to your coach, of actually doing what your coach recommends and asks you to do without any question. Uh, you know, your teachers in your classroom, you know, 
not not you know if they get on to you or you know call you out about something you don't say well well no no not i mean there's there's one young man that i'm thinking about right now where that every time that he might you know have done something wrong or he might even look like you've done something wrong he first he comes up with an excuse very first he never takes ownership of his mistake all right he never sits there and takes ownership and what's unfortunate about that young man is he doesn't have a dad in his life okay he doesn't um you know it's no fault of his own but you know he's it's it's a struggle for him to see this that he has got to surrender his will okay surrender his will to um the people that are in authority to him okay people in authority to him number five and i'll wrap up with this right here because i'm actually here at the spot to get tyler number five the fifth thing is <clears throat> you're going to die and that fifth thing is actually the shift is from temporary to eternal from temporary to eternal now this world is going to pass away. <clears throat> and so the mindset has to be more eternally perspective than uh, temporary perspective. And that goes with circumstances too. Circumstances are going to be temporary. You know they are. But <clears throat> guess what? They don't have any control over you. Now, your eternal place that you're going to sit, you're going to, you know, go to is very critical to your success as a man, a shift that you're going to have to uh, accept that a boy has to finally accept that, Hey, you know what? I need to get things straightened out eternally because this, this world is very temporal, right? So team success. I got to go here. Know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. The gang will catch you on the other side. Yeah.